Welcome to Adults Only Comedy Berlin. Today we have Bruno Mazzini. Hello. Hello. And it's your birthday. It is. Happy birthday to you. Okay, I won't do the yeah, whole thing. I, You've I got. <laughs> we're recording in your like, like very cute student apartment room. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I feel really old right now. <laughs> <laughs> if if it's any consolation, there's like 35 year olds in this building that don't know what to do with their lives as well. Like. Wow. You do know what to do with your. I life do. I do. I'm feeling really good about myself now. I've yeah. had a very emotional two days. <laughs> I, uh, yeah, I've been a bit all over the place, um, which apparently is not something you should, oh no, I shouldn't get all bitter, uh, <laughs> something you shouldn't like tell yeah, your no. co-host at a comedy show, because apparently that's not perfect. I'm like, I think we're friends. Anyway, I'm referring to things that no one knows about. Yeah. yeah. Uh, <laughs> but anyway, it's, you know, it's been like, there's been some, you know, um, decoupling of uh, production teams in the last week uh, from the last podcast episode basically um, yeah Shahak Shapira and I will not be working together <laughs> anymore <laughs> I thought you were gonna avoid the topic but <laughs> look I think uh, I think it's interesting I think it's interesting your, your listeners deserve to know yeah they do deserve to know because they may have listened to the last episode and uh, oh did it get tense I it got tense, yeah. And I then was there was the, the, the green room chat afterwards. And apparently there was someone in the crowd, because it was a live podcast recording, who came up to Shahak afterwards and was like, yeah, I don't understand how Anna didn't get your point about um, pronouncing a name right and how important that is. And, uh, and that's fine. We can, like, the thing is, everyone can have their own opinion yeah. and it's fine, but, like, I'm not going to... There's no malicious, you know, mispronunciation of names, yeah. but In, basically. Yeah, intent is what, I mean, my name is like the most mispronounced name, or not maybe mispronounced, but everyone pronounces it differently because they think it's from, like, Portuguese people have their pronunciation, mm -hmm. Italian. I just get used to it, you know, and, and mm -hmm. as long as people are not trying to be dicks about it, I'm like, okay. Exactly. It's like, it's seldom intentional. Yeah. And I think people that intentionally mispronounce your name, is usually they're usually your close friends, you know? <laughs> Yeah, 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 I agree. Yeah, I agree. <laughs> right? Yeah, it's yeah, like yeah. it's never intentional. Yeah, but uh, but it hit a really raw nerve and uh and so that is um that's the update on uh on how last week's uh episode yeah, uh, I mean, had its ripple effect. Okay, okay. Yeah. But let's go on to like I just needed to clear the air with okay. uh with that. Um disclaimer, disclaimer from my side. I have no uh, <laughs> No strong opinion on any side of this argument because I am new to the scene. Yes, and that is a very wise <laughs> position to take, and I uh, I respect you and your professionalism, <laughs> and uh, and, <laughs> and I'm not going to go into deep details yet about the conversation that happened after this that last podcast recording and how that went. But essentially, it's a mutual decoupling. Of, uh, of 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 colleagues, um, but uh, but I wanted to sort of get you to introduce introduce yourself a little bit because your uh, your online presence, if people try and follow you up, is is uh, is building. But it like like Slowly, what you're yeah. you're new to the scene. Yeah, you you are running your own mic, which is amazing. Yeah. And uh, you know, I think all producers need to be congratulated for contributing to the scene. So that's great. Thank you. Um, um how long have you been in the scene now? Three months maybe to the date or maybe maybe like three months and a week now or something oh, like that's that so cute you're counting weeks oh i'm, I'm i mean this is uh, new to the scene and new to comedy at the same time so yeah. it's like yeah, yeah it's yeah. like yeah uh, three months and a week and you're mm -hmm. how old again 
25 today. 25 yeah. today! Oh, it's so beautiful. <laughs> I'm trying to think like uh, what I was doing when I was 25. Oh, I was traveling. I was traveling the world. I did a year. I'd, I'd worked a bunch and then I, uh, I went traveling for a whole year. And uh, when I turned 25, I was in Turkey. Damn. I was in Istanbul. Okay, that's pretty cool. I've never been to Turkey and I've uh, not traveled as much as I'd like to, but... Uh, but you're twenty. You're in Berlin now, so you're from Peru. Yeah, yeah I, I'm. Uh, I'm living in a different uh, continent, so I'll I'll eventually travel. But right now, I'm I'm also trying to, to focus more on uh, like I know that there's directions in life that I want to take, like comedy, mm-hmm. for example. So mm-hmm. I, I don't wanna, um, I don't wanna be like okay, let's save money and use it for traveling. Which again, if if somebody does want to do that, cool, like mm-hmm. good for them. But in, in my case. I kind of want to like get into a rhythm first with comedy and on all of these things that I know I want to do. And yep. maybe when I feel stable in that sense, I'll be like, okay, I'm traveling. But I don't know. For example, I'm doing an exchange in Cologne. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, maybe I'll introduce myself really quick. Mm-hmm. So yeah, yeah, yeah Bruno yeah. Mazzini from Peru. You can follow me at Bruno Chill, please. Or uh, Sorry Not Sorry is the name of my show, mm-hmm. which is uh, at Bitte Sorry on Instagram. Mm-hmm. I didn't know that. Yeah. <laughs> And yeah, right now I'm doing a master's in, in business and in strategy and international management. So generic as hell. Perfect for comedy, really. Yeah, yeah, yeah. super, mm-hmm. super related. Yeah. Very strategical business we're in. Right? Oh, really? It is. Yeah. <laughs> it is. It is. Yeah, but yeah, it's yeah. so wonderful that you found comedy at 25. Like when I was 25, I had no idea. Like I was writing a blog about my travels. I knew that I liked to write poetry and stuff, but I had no, like I'd never considered becoming a comedian. No way. Yeah, I I saw a, uh, one of the first tapings of uh, Chris Rock mm-hmm. at twenty one. Mm-hmm. Holy fuck! Like, what was it like? I amazing. Like he was, uh, I don't know, as good as. May of course it's Chris Rock, but he was as good as some of the best comedians on the scene right now. Yeah. And I was like, okay, this. I mean, he. I think at this point he had already been doing it for four or five years or mm-hmm. something. He started mm-hmm. very young, mm-hmm. but like you can tell that he was a genius because in five years he was doing what some, in my opinion, great comedians here, like mm-hmm. have done after ten. You know, like because I, I think yeah. we have great comedians in Berlin, like great, yeah, great, great, not great by by European standards, but like great, great, mm-hmm. and even them. After 10 years, we're at like 21-year-old Chris Rock or 22-year-old Chris Rock. Well, it's different when you come from the epicenter of stand-up comedy, you know? Like, it's a, it's, I think it must be a very different, um, like, the exposure, trajectory, potential, um, potential to practice, you know, like, everything. Yeah, you're surrounded by more talented people, mm-hmm. you you're dominate the language better, your, your mentors are people that have actually been doing it, like, yeah. how many touring comedians are there here in Berlin that have been touring for a decade or something like that? Not many. Exactly, mm-hmm. and uh, there it's, like, everywhere. Yeah. I think I don't remember where Chris Rock's from, but uh, no. but I'm pretty sure, like, a big city where, where he was surrounded by people. Yeah. Uh, but, yeah, I mean, 24, uh, or starting comedy at 24, I think, uh, when I was thinking about it, I was like, damn, this is late. But then I was like, no, mm. no, late. Uh, I started when I was 31. And you're doing great. So. Oh, well, you know, it's uh, it is what it is. You know, like you can only do what you're like, do what you're enjoying and see where it gets you. And, you know, I just uh, I think the main thing is to keep pushing yourself and to not think that it's impossible um, because it's absolutely not. It's just about having a work ethic. Yeah. And yeah, I think yeah. it's like most things. 
But let's get filthy. Let's get straight into filth. I don't know. Uh, uh, there's a new comedy show that's uh, taking yeah. the word filth. I'm so full of... I'm not bitter. I'm just a little bit like I'm menstruating. I'm like, I'm feeling all the things and the things are strong. And I haven't had sex for like a week, which isn't that long. I know. But like, I'm like... Mm. Yeah. Um, so where would you like to go in the realm of filth, Bruno? And I, I just because we just watched, I just watched the beginning of the fifth season of uh, Big Mouth. I love Big Mouth. Such a good show. I'm going through changes. Yeah, what a good show. Yeah, maybe maybe teenage filth. You know, teenage right? filth. Ooh, teenage filth, yeah, because yeah. you're closer to teenage than my <laughs> age. <laughs> I'm I'm the same distance to teenage than to I don't know no. to actual teenage. But 19 is not a teenager. Let's be honest. Well, it is. It is. It is. Fuck off. <laughs> Don't make is. me feel younger. When did you lose your virginity? When I was 18, I'm pretty That's sure. That's pretty late. Yeah, no, I was I was fat. <laughs> I was fat. I was socially ac- awkward and uh You're classic comedian right now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. and I was a very horny teen. So actually uh, I think every horny every or every horny is a teen. No, 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 every no, no, teen no. is horny. No, no, no. I was You know how people say that you need to accept failure as a a learning process. Mm. I have never applied that to anything in my life, mm. uh, aside from now with comedy. Mm. But I did from a very early age with mm. sex. You know. You accepted that. I was. I was like so. I'm not a like. A, I wouldn't say I'm a certified nympho or anything, but I have a very, very ridiculously high sex drive. So I would what like ha- quantify, quantify that. When I've had the chance, I've had sex like six or seven times a day no problem yeah sure okay I, most people are shocked by that but you are also a very oh, <laughs> look, at, look at my brand yeah 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> but for most people that's uh, uh, like ridiculous uh, once i had i ha- i did like five five times uh a day for like eight days in a row yeah that's a lot yeah that was that was that was uh m- my partner uh suffered <laughs> by the end of the eight days she was like no 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 stop yeah that's uh, eight <laughs> days sustained that's a lot yeah, yeah but yeah. but like going back to teenage years i was the kind of kid that like fat unattractive socially awkward like very bad at interacting with people i feel like most kids are but yeah but no some no, no kids i was not, i was yeah. like certified like like certified yeah just yeah, like bad. a doctor say you were officially socially awkward no i'm not <laughs> <laughs> certified it's an expression it's an expression <laughs> all right i'll yeah, keep up with the kids i mean i didn't have any like good stable friendships till i was like maybe 15 or something yeah so i i would agree with i didn't really have many uh, like i've never had many stable relationships <laughs> but like no i'd always have like some good friends yeah like a couple of good friends yeah no, yeah, no yeah. not me not me no, okay so i i like i don't know I would go out to parties and then hit on girls and mm-hmm. it clearly wouldn't work but I would like get like next okay next okay next it's a numbers game baby exactly it's a numbers game and uh, eventually it started to work out I got like smoother I guess mm-hmm. and also at like 15 or 16 I started to lose weight so it became easier in the physical side of things mm-hmm. as well so mm-hmm. but I really like I uh I learned a lot like in tough conditions. You know how uh, how athletes they they put themselves in rough situations to train like running on sand. Exactly, exactly. You know, hitting on girls with my body was like running on sand because I was just so <laughs> unattractive. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> I need to see photos of Fat Bruno. Oh my god, I have a I have a picture, a group picture that I show people, and I'm like, find me in the picture, and it's only like eight people, mm. <laughs> and it, they never find me. Really? <laughs> it's hilarious. I love it. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's it's bad, like right? <laughs> it created some trauma, <laughs> but at the same time, like now that I I think back, I'm like, no, yeah, okay, nice. When I was when I was I was I think as everyone awkward, but um, when I was 14, I decided to cut my hair short. There was a Gwyneth Paltrow movie out called um, Changing. What was it? It was like, uh, oh, what was it? It was called. It was like uh, going through d- sliding doors. It was called Sliding Doors, and she cuts her hair really short. And so I was like, well, I'm 14. I've got braces. This is the perfect time for me to cut oh my hair my short man. and look like an awkward boy. <laughs> and so I was extremely unattractive uh, with that haircut. And then I'd like put little butterfly clips in, and it was just it was a nightmare. I look back at those photos, and it's like, mom. I was very, you know, headstrong, but like that, that one you could have spared me from, you know, but, um, but I was pretty active from a young age, unsurprisingly. And like girls, it's easier, but like, it's not easier on the, uh, repercussion side. So I was, I was very, um, like my first date was when I was, uh, 15 and, uh, that was my first kiss. And then it took about, um, it took two years before I actually had, conscious sex (laughs) i think i definitely lost my virginity at a party once before then um but the memory is like messed up i did manage to get an sti uh, on the first time yeah sexually transmitted infection and i had to take the morning after pill as well because i just didn't know um yeah but i from 15 to 17 i was uh you know there was a lot of fingering going on there was a lot of making out with people there was a lot of hand jobs and uh, yeah, until I actually had sex at 17. On my 17th birthday. Okay, you know, so then the difference is only one year because exactly. when I say I lost my virginity at 18, I mean like sex, sex, but yeah, like yeah. also hand jobs and stuff like that from. I got my first blowjob at 14. Whoa, actually. that yeah. is young. Yeah, yeah, yeah. When, uh, with an older woman as well. How much older? She was 15. <laughs> <laughs> oh, what a, what a, uh, a shocker right there. Like a tilf? I don't know. Like a te- I don't know. That's, uh, yeah, yeah, that's yeah. hilarious that your photo is an older woman. I mean, it, b- back then it was impressive for me, you know? Like yeah. she was a. I was I, w- I would always date guys one year older than me at least. Yeah, but that's common years. for women, right? Yeah, Not for, yeah. for for guys. When I dated a guy that was actually in my year level, I was like, oh my god. Well, I was also like the brother of a guy that I'd like made out with quite a few times. So I was <laughs> dating his younger brother, and he was the one that I may have had sex with for the first time and had to get the the pill and antibiotics from afterwards. He was like, no, we didn't have sex, and I was like. I don't think you remember either. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I uh, fuck. That's it's some intense stories. Um, yeah, yeah I've got this bit that's still not working that I tried to write about how I was cyber bullied uh, when I was in high school, and that was before social media. So being cyber bullied meant like they had to learn JavaScript, <laughs> <laughs> you know, which is quite a compliment. And yeah, they had a whole web page written about it's like um, slut, bitch, uh, waste of human material. Okay, I I've, I haven't got to, I I did get cyber bullied as well, but oh, yeah. back then Facebook already existed. Yeah. I had this I had this uh, friend like uh, friend of the family kind of as well, like same same age mm-hmm. group, like a year younger than me. Yeah, and. Uh, he he posted this picture and a friend of his but or like not a friend of his but a guy from his high school commented like you suck or something like that mm-hmm. 
and and this guy my friend told me to reply like mm-hmm. like hey like uh, like just you know make fun of this guy mm-hmm. and i was like yeah this guy's my friend like why not and, and i put this like slightly aggressive but not really comment what did you say i, I was like th- this guy had a nickname so i said shut up and the nickname yeah but it w- like it's not a, like in my opinion it wasn't crossing over over any no, he said you suck so shut up it's yeah, fair, yeah, right? yeah and uh so i i replied on that and uh and then it went crazy and this wasn't like this this my my friend Mm-hmm. And this guy were f- all from a like an all guys uh, high school, mm-hmm. and back then it was like cool for them to get into fights. Mm-hmm. So so they were like, oh, I'm gonna beat him up, I'm gonna beat him up, and they were like talking about beating me up. And I was like, first of all, I don't want to fight. Like I, I'm I'm not a not a violent person. I'm fat. I'm fat. <laughs> I was very unathletic, you know. I was very unathletic for sure. Yeah. And it was just like, dude, like this is not my fight. I told you mm-hmm. to shut up and that's it, you know. I mean, like yeah. and then one day they showed up at my place because of course they knew where I lived because of my family friend and uh, but funny thing my family friend mm-hmm. like got on their side. What? Yeah, yeah, I I, I um, Oh, see now that's a high school thing. Yeah, no, that's yeah, yeah. that's classic high school he, I mean, he was like living with these people every day, so in in a, in a way I understand his perspective. I, I mean, backstab. You said shut up. He yeah. asked you to respond. Yeah, he asked. That's the worst part. He asked me and then he was on their side and acting like he didn't ask me. Again, classic. The backstab you move because of the context, I understand it. Like, mm-hmm. are you gonna be hated by your whole high school or by one dude? Totally, yeah. But at the same time, yeah, uh, yeah, dick move. But anyway, went they down they in flames for him. Yeah, they 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 showed up like fifty people outside my apartment. What? I wasn't there. I was at my dad's house because my parents were divorced, and it was like on a weekend. Thank God for divorce, right? Yeah, thank God. <laughs> no, at the same time. Dude, and I, I told this to my friend. He, they, they said I was inside, like pussying out. I was like, first of all, I was in my dad's house. Mm-hmm. Second of all, if I was inside, of course I wouldn't have gone out. You know, yeah, like totally. and they were like, no, because we would have made you guys fight one on one. Bullshit. When you have fifty people, there is no one on one. Like if yeah. I, if I had started winning for some miracle, they would have. Someone else would have jumped. You. Yeah, fifty yeah. people would have jumped. You know, these are like hormone, like raging teenagers. Like fuck Jeez. that. No, so no, no. Sh- that shit got real. Yeah, it did. It did. It was. It was kind of weird for a while there, uh, yeah. but uh, it happens. It happens. And I, again, I was also. So the s- the school didn't step in at any point. No, no, they were different schools. Ah, uh, their this school. Is, this is that's their what happened with me. Not, that that school is uh, like a, a a breeding ground for for uh, for Criminals? misogyny and uh, just jock, they, jock type. They, I remember my friend and a bunch of people I know from that school telling me stories about like people beating each other up in in every like uh, break w- recess mm-hmm. in every recess just beating each other up and I'm like damn wow yeah it's it's not a I uh, mean that's yeah. most boys schools but that one maybe because I was closer to that I just mm-hmm. know so many stories about like kids taking steroids at 15 16 because Whoa. it was cool to start going to the gym and they were like yeah Whoa. and there was a k- there was a couple of kids that looked like fucking supermodels at 16 because they were fucking taking steroids and really going to the gym every day so Crazy. it was like and at the same time they well, were getting that makes all me ha- that makes me happy hearing that because all the girls in latin america tend to get fucking breast implants and shit like the the well that's more argentina and uh and br- and colombia. colombia brazil as well not brazil, not peru yeah. peru not is peru. peru is kind of a boring country in that sense it's super conservative like uh 
Like, I mean, 90% of well, the population. Conservative is usually uh, sustaining patriarchal interests, which would be making women feel like they need to change themselves. Yeah, yeah, for sure. But in this case, it's it's like a, a very, in many ways, suppressing of sexuality. You know, mm, like super, okay. we don't talk about this shit. Like, oh my God, mm. she got a boob job, what a slut. Okay, so that, okay. That like, it's very, extra because people think, oh my God, Latinos, they dance, they're so sexy, blah, blah, blah. Mm. People dance and make out at clubs and that's it, you know, like. Yeah. They're not I've whoring around like us, uh, us new world no, 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 sluts. No. Yeah, exactly. The new yeah. world is where all the sluts are at. Then I love that That's shit. That's right, know? baby. Yeah, no, I, I fucking. And the old world. Come on, we're here now. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Europe, Europe is the sluttiest place of them all. Berlin. Oh. I, I'm, I'm wild mm. by the standards of most of my Peruvian friends. Mm-hmm. Like I've had one night stands and shit like that. That for them is like kind of weird. Depends on the guys. Depends on the guys. Mm-hmm. But but for a lot of them, it's kind of weird. Mm-hmm. And here in in Germany, I'm like a fucking a prude basically. Like I've never had a threesome. I've never fucking had a, a butt plug involved in my in my situations. <laughs> I've never done anything like that. And I I'm like you go from th- I like how you go from threesome to butt plug. That's I don't know. That's, I'm just remembering all the nasty shit uh, mm-hmm. I, I that I've said recently. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You are you are my source of all the, the nastiness <laughs> in Berlin. I don't know. There's I don't know. Uh, I I've done like light SM I guess like light yeah, SM like handcuffs and shit like uh-huh, that but that's yeah, like yeah. barely that barely counts yeah. exactly that's that's cute by that's your cute. standards yeah you know? that's cute that's cute yeah no no none of them like what's what's the 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 horse thing? the riders crop the riders crop yeah. the, the for spanking for for expert spanking mm-hmm. no none of that shit for me ah it's fun yeah. I should get one of those again. <laughs> It creates pressure. When you've got those toys, then it's like, oh, I should be using them. It's like when you buy an instrument that you're like ambitious about but never touch. You're like, oh, it kind of creates the sense of guilt that you're not doing things to the max. But um, but I don't know. Where did I want to go with that? Um, Latinos, New World Sluts. I like that idea. New World Sluts. That's a good name for an album, I think. Yeah, I'm New done. World I'm Sluts. done. Let's make a band. <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there was a recent conversation at a comedy club where uh, people were asking about numbers uh, of how many people people have had sex with. Yeah, I think that's a really like I don't think people should ever ask that. I don't mind. Like I think if people are like if people want to avoid it, they can. And yeah. and uh, and you like, shouldn't. I've forgotten. I've forgotten. Yeah, I mean, I know the ballpark. For yeah, example, yeah. I I can tell you a range, but mm-hmm. I don't I don't have a number. And no, I think. Uh, yeah, you can say I forgot or or yeah, I'm not sure. And and they're that's people, they're not numbers. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's a great way to sound wholesome. But <laughs> <laughs> yeah. it's a, a nice way to say I don't want you to know how much of a slut I am. Yeah, totally. <laughs> but it's I don't know. I like I really think a lot of these things are more about not interpreting them the wrong way than about not asking them you know like if if somebody asks their number and they're like 60 you shouldn't be like oh my god what a slut or whatever you should just be like okay okay it's curious to understand the motivation for asking it it's like what do you what are you trying to how are you trying to judge what are you judging here i I think it's just lifestyle i guess like just because time management time management <laughs> yeah i mean i my number would be like way higher if i hadn't been in relationships for example likewise for yeah. sure like that's that's i know people that are like absolute sluts but they've been in a relationship for a very long time so mm-hmm. th- their number doesn't represent how much of a 
uh, it's not there, yeah. yeah and same thing if you were in a long relationship when you were young but then as a like an older person you you are single for a longer period your number mm. like my number more than like tripled in in like a year absolutely although i had also the the weird thing of like with my marriage it was an open relationship okay. but like we would have sex with people together in the same room but yeah it was like yeah during that period that was one of those relationships where my numbers just kept going higher and higher. <laughs> was like, he was pushing them up, your husband. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. But then like the pandemic is really, I think, flattened numbers quite a bit. Like you have to be so careful. But your your relationship, you're in a relationship for how long have you been together? Like uh, 10 months now or 10 11 months. months? Okay. Yeah. Right, no, so 10, 10, 10. 10 months. Yeah. Okay. Nice, nice, nice. That's my longest relationship to date. Oh, wow. Yeah. Congratulations. Impressive, right? That's so great. <laughs> no, I see, I see some people in like five-year relationships and I'm like, oh my God. <laughs> yeah, I've never done five years. The longest I've done is, uh, is two and a half, like almost three. Okay. Yeah. That's counting pre and post marriage, right? Yeah. Yeah. The marriages. Okay. The marriage, I was only with him for like two years. So you met and after six months you got married? Nine months. Okay. So two. We had a one year wedding anniversary, which is so nine months plus a year. And then it was a few more months. We made it to two years almost. Okay. Mm. Mm, yeah. We made it to two years, I think. Okay. Yeah. 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 It's weird. Like it's been so long since I've been in a long relationship. Like, I don't know, having like routines with someone or like expectations of how they're involved in your life. Boah, it's I've been I've a while. I like it. I like it. I mean, Oh, absolutely. Like everyone, I, I yeah. think realistically everyone wants to be in a relationship. You should like it if you are in one. That's my opinion. If yes. if you if you are in a relationship and you don't feel comfortable with how it's going, mm. you try to fix it and if you can't, you leave. No, 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 no totally. none of that being for with someone for 5 years that you don't like. You oh, know, that's yeah. th for me that's a uh, like just a waste of time. A lot of people just aren't strong enough to no. to look, be honest with themselves and then be honest with their partner about how they're really feeling. And also people don't like being alone, you know? Like people really struggle. And like there's a sense of shame when you're single, I think. No. Um, no. I, I was en enjoying my, my singlehood. And I remember... Like people see it as like a, as, as a problem that needs to be solved, though. Yeah, because everyone does want to be in a relationship. We do want that. We yeah, want yeah, that yeah, for sure. The way I saw it, though, was like, I'm I'm happy being with myself, and the only way that I'm gonna be with someone if it's is if it's someone mm. that will genuinely make me that much happier than being alone. It's like always gonna be adding. Yeah, it's it always gonna be adding. Yeah, I don't. And when it's not adding, it's time to leave. Not yeah 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 it is. I I've seen so many people like in toxic relationships that go on for so long. It's so common. Yeah, I had a friend that, that used to be like, oh my God, Bruno, you can't be in a long relationship. And I was like, dude, you've been with this girl for four years and you hate her. You knew you shouldn't be her f with her from like month num month number six and you're still with her. So that's uh, nothing to brag about in my opinion. At but all. But people like, to like, people like to hold on to the stupidest things. Like... Mm -hmm. Some some uh, young comedians when they say how long have you been doing comedy, mm -hmm. um, and I say three months and they're like oh okay you're new and I'm like yeah, okay how long and they're like oh, okay two years and I know that in those three months I've done as many shows as them in two years totally. <laughs> and I'm like okay okay but like again no numbers are the same as relationships right mm -hmm. uh, you can be in a good relationship for six months and after 
go working out a lot of issues, you realize that it's just not a match. Yeah. Or you can take five years to realize the same amount of stuff. And totally, yeah. totally. Like I, yeah, I've been saying it a lot recently, but like, yeah, well, just because it keeps coming up, but like the longest, you know, my, my threshold is usually six weeks with someone and then I let it go, you know, and that's it. And usually in those six weeks, I get a really good um, amount of exposure to their behaviors and, <laughs> their addictions and their uh <laughs> just berlin thing uh, <laughs> i think really it's everywhere but i feel like berlin berlin is a city where you can uh you know really relish and like bathe in your um Flaws. consumption yeah you know uh yeah. like and it encourages you to do that and so like people don't hide it like i've definitely been in relationships in australia where addiction was still a problem but like, they they didn't show it to you until like a while. Well, it just wasn't as much of an issue because the where we lived didn't support that level of engagement with the addiction. Okay, you yeah. know, in in Berlin, you can smoke weed everywhere. Yeah, everywhere. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's just standard. Right outside my apartment, it smells like weed every day. Totally, but yeah. also like in front of the police, in front of coffee shops, uh, inside bars. You know, uh, everywhere you can smoke weed, and so that um, that addiction is really supported by Berlin. Whereas in Melbourne, you you had to hide it, yeah. and so there's a it reduces how much people can go deep into that addiction all all the time. I think yeah. you, you have to be at home yeah, or whatever. and consider it. It's it also reduces the chances of them seeing it as an addiction. You know what I'm saying? Like yes. people are like, yeah, I'm smoking weed, and and uh, and it is it is a dependency. You know, like oh, totally. I mean, addiction. I think the definition is when it starts to harm you, and so I, I understand that some people like are like, okay, it's not harming me; it's actually adding, mm. but. It's still a dependency, and I, I personally don't like to feel like I I need something, you know. Uh, and that's totally. that's that's like my line because I I have a lot of friends that are like, hey, I can't sleep without weed. That's why I smoke. And I'm like, and that's why I stopped. I was like, keep smoking, okay, because that's uh, you need your sleep, but also figure out why you can't sleep and mm. fix it some other way because you you can't be the person that needs this thing, you know. It's it's. But that's also like the thing is when you get to the point where it's like I need weed to sleep. It's like it's only because you have it. If you stop buying it, you'll be, you'll be able to sleep. Don't I, you worry. I, I do know some people that like that's how they cured their insomnia. Like they had insomnia for a year and a half and then like they were about to die and then they were like, oh, weed helps. And then like, yeah, there are other things like you can take like the chemical that induces sleep yeah, or you can yeah, like yeah. lavender and like lavender or whatever. There's lots of there's lots of stuff that you can do. And I mean, it's th therapy as well. <laughs> like and therapy and journaling <laughs> and looking at your issues and what, what's what's rattling around your brain that's stopping you from sleeping. Exactly. That's what my therapist told me when I was younger. Like if you can't sleep it's because you have something in your mind that you're avoiding. Absolutely. And you think about it as soon as you go to bed. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. I um um unfortunately we're gonna need to wrap this up. It's gonna be a, a short episode, oh but God. we can I yeah, like a thirty a thirty minute one. because uh, I've gotta get to the venue to do sound check because God knows what state it's gonna be in. How long do we have? Uh let's say like two minutes. Oh damn, okay. It's done. <laughs> <laughs> it's done. Yeah, we haven't gone deep, but maybe maybe we should do a second recording next week. I'm down. Yeah, yeah, yeah let's Cause, do that. Because I, I, I expected more ad adultness, you know. Ah, no, I know, I yeah. know, but like you know, you got to get through the pre preliminary yeah, waters, yeah, yeah. and then you know, um, yeah. Uh, what were we just talking about? Um, Therapy addiction, and going to sleep. Yeah, 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 and weed. I've realized, like, yeah, I've started smoking again, cigarettes, and uh, ooh, am I 
just straight back into addiction and it's yeah. just yeah and i hate the i hate it and i uh, i've got to figure out why yeah i know i caught i cut off cigarettes like i started and they're then so i was bad. like fuck that no because they're so dumb they're, yeah that's the worst it, it's not that enjoyable you know at least with weed i'm like okay this is this is, mm. gives you an effect but with with cigarettes is like you're anxious and you need to calm it down and it's just the nicotine creating that anxiety. And then, it, yeah, exactly. It creates more anxiety and it's just like fucking with your head. And totally. It's, it's ridiculous. I've just got to, yeah. And it's like, it's starting to affect it. Like I can tell when I'm singing and when I'm riding my bike, I'm like, okay, okay, I can feel it. I'm not healthy. But we get through it. Uh, I will work on it. I've, yeah, it's been a, a weird, it's been a weird week. It's been a weird week. I, I'd like to blame the, the people that I have sex with. Because I like to not take responsibility for my bad behavior. Yay. But I need to start figuring that out as well. Like being able to be with people that do stuff that I can say no to as well. Yeah. yeah. I I, I like to set the rules for myself mm. and like be like, okay, this one. So, for, I, for example, my first one was don't buy cigarettes. You know, don't buy them. Yeah. And then you're going to be the dick that asks people for cigarettes. And mm -hmm. you hate that, right? I, I hate, hate that. being that dick. But that hate of being that dick will make you ask for less cigarettes. It doesn't. It doesn't? <laughs> okay. But then you <laughs> at, you're at least going to smoke less. At least you're going to yeah, smoke less. I agree with you. And then you're going to be like, okay, I only ask for cigarettes when I'm drunk. That was my second step. Only asking for cigarettes when I was drunk. You know? I, I know. I need to wipe it completely. Because if, if I drink and then I'm smoking and the next... The next day, I'll be having a coffee. Someone will have cigarettes near me. I'll I'll ask for a cigarette, and okay. it's just like it's a very. I know how I work. I just have to cut it off completely. I just need to read the easy way to stop smoking again. Uh, <laughs> oh my god! Oh my god! I'm just a broken record when it comes to that. Uh, it's fine. It's fine. It's fine. My birthday is in uh, two weeks, um, or like yeah, like a week, two weeks, twelve days or something, uh, and we're gonna have to celebrate. But let's let's do another recording. Yes, next let's week. do one. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. I've yeah. got more time next week as well. And uh, yeah, follow uh, Sorry Not Sorry and uh, Inside Jokes and mm -hmm. uh, Bruno Chill, please. Yeah, because we're running our own show together now as well, Inside yeah. Jokes, which is on Mondays, uh, every second Monday at Hammond Schultz Cafe. So. Um, Okay, we've got to wrap that up. Uh, we're going to have filthier material next time. And uh, it's been a pleasure, Bruno. Woo! Happy birthday. Thank you. It was a pleasure, Anna Oh, Such a pleasure. All right, and that's been Adults Only Comedy Berlin. Good night. Good night. <laughs>